0: green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com This is the John
1: Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas Join me in saying welcome to our first guest tonight, Coach Michelle Leonard from Baylor Soccer. Welcome to you
2: Thank you John, happy to be here.
1: We appreciate you being here tonight The
0: John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuel's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com. By Kaleo Wealth Management, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco
1: gets engaged. And your uh, team is playing well, 3-1-1, one and one. best start since uh, equals the start of 2019. couple of shutouts back-to-back. Seems yeah. like the team's playing really well. We are. We're in a good spot. This is where we thought and hoped that we would be at this point in the season, and so really proud of the girls. Still a lot to continue to build on. Some big games coming up, but really happy with where we are.
0: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears.
1: SMU is a good team. They're well organized. They play kind of a similar style to us, Mm -hmm. and so it should be a fun game to watch. We hope a lot of people come out and and take part in that game.
0: Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears,
1: John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Welcome to John Morris' show on a Thursday. Glad you're with us. Michelle Leonard in the open. She was uh, part of our Baylor Coaches show last night from Rudy's. Really fun hour with Coach Leonard and with Coach Dave Aranda. And Baylor soccer in action tonight, as she mentioned, versus SMU, 7 o'clock on the banks of the Brazos. And Baylor soccer is uh, on a pretty good streak right now. 3-1-1 one and one on the year. They have back-to-back shutouts last week over Louisiana Tech, then over uh, over Butler on the road. So uh, playing a good SMU team tonight. She said uh, teams uh, have a similar style of play. So check it out this evening, 7 o'clock on the banks of the Brazos at Betty Lou Mays Field. Also, uh, Baylor versus SMU last night in volleyball. The Mustangs got the better of the 14th-ranked Bears, winning 3-2 in Dallas last night. So uh, Baylor uh, volleyball uh, continues on their road trip. They're headed to Fort Collins, Colorado, and they'll play in a tournament hosted by Colorado State beginning on Friday. But they do so off a loss, a 3-2 loss to SMU coming up, or or that was last night. All right, glad you're with us uh, alongside Aaron Sexton. Uh, Aaron, I would say this. If you're going out to soccer this evening, uh, dress accordingly it is really warm today, and uh, and tomorrow's going to be even hotter, uh, is what they're forecasting. But here we go. You know, it's September, but uh, it maybe maybe the final stretch of really hot games here in Waco.
3: Yeah, and I think uh, that's going to be good for this Saturday, as far as the Baylor right. up against Utah. <laughs> right. But as far as we're concerned, I can't wait for those 84 degree days that they're projecting next oh, week I know. and 66 degree nights. Oh, I just got oh. a little tear in my
1: eye. <laughs> That's right. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has. Oh, man. It so much. But 104 today, 107 Brutal. tomorrow. And, yeah, unbelievable. Um, I heard uh, watching the noon show, show on KWTX today, uh, Sean said uh, tomorrow could be the hottest September day since 2005 <laughs> if it gets up to where they are projecting. So 107 is what they're saying tomorrow.
3: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It really is. It's, it's September.
1: I doing? know, I know, exactly. Mother? Well, I just got an email also uh, from TXU, and the headline says, uh, ERCOT requests conservation today. Yeah, I bet. Uh, ERCOT, the state's grid operator, is expecting Tight grid conditions this evening and is asking Texans to conserve electricity, if possible, from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. ERCOT is also expecting similar conditions tomorrow. Uh, Here are a few small ways you can help lighten the load, raise your thermostat a few degrees if you're home and more if you're away, keep your rooms cool while you're in them by running your fans counterclockwise, good advice, and use large appliances like washers, dryers, and ovens sparingly. So uh, tonight, uh, kind of like a red alert, uh, 5 to 9 p.m., uh, be aware of energy conservation, if at all possible.
3: Yeah, and I will, I will do that. Sure. I will be on my couch with just the TV and the ACL.
1: There you go. <laughs> and
3: that's the truth. So uh, I will be conserving and watching the Chiefs and the uh, Lions tonight.
1: There you go. NFL kickoff comes up tonight. I'm so a lot excited. Of people are planning on it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to decide on a – on a, if I want to make a lineup change because Travis Kelsey's out and I have Sky Moore. If I want to start him and I have two others that I could start on Sunday. I don't know. Yeah. This first week is always the toughest one as far as lineup decisions in fantasy football.
2: Yeah, I hear you.
1: So uh, a lot of fun. Uh, It started the NFL season tonight. Colleges started last week, high schools two weeks ago. So now NFL joins the fray tonight and headed into the weekend. Um, So that will be fun to uh, to, uh, tap into that coming up this evening. We really did have a great uh, crowd at the Baylor Coaches Show last night. Appreciate everyone that was there, everyone that tuned in. Uh, and watched or listened last night live from Rudy's. And Michelle Leonard was uh, very fun to visit with. And Dave Aranda was very, you know, he was very, uh, I think, open, you know, about the way the Bears played on Saturday and the changes that need to take place. And uh, talk some about Sawyer Robertson. Used kind kind of a Star Wars reference with Sawyer Robertson. Did you notice that, Aaron, last night? Um, kind of a, he said. There's Yoda and there's Luke, and he said Sawyer needs to be a little bit of both. He needs to be the Yoda, the leader, and he needs to needs to be Luke, you know, the kind of spiritual leader. You know, uh, he needs to be both of those on Saturday. So leave it to Coach Aranda to come up with a, an analogy like that. But the Bears are uh, preparing for Utah coming up on Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff. Our coverage begins at 7 a.m. right here with the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show. That is on the stage adjacent to the Baylor Alumni tailgate tent. And they'll have some, uh, I know, uh, really good breakfast items out there. They always do. Bubba's 33 is the partner in that. And they've got some really good food out there. So come on out. Come early. Come early. Uh, Come take in the show there, 7 to 9. And then our Baylor alumni tailgate show from the set uh, just off of the alumni network tent uh, on the air at 9 a.m. on Saturday and kickoff at 11. So hope you're making plans to be there at McLean Stadium on Saturday. Aaron, I was looking through some uh, Pac-12 notes, the Pac-12 conference notes, and I'd heard this, but it's kind of startling seeing it, you know, on paper 12 is 13 and o to start the year USC already has two wins they're two and0 everybody else uh, won last week one and but uh, you know for a conference that's in a very much of a lame duck year uh what a great start for them starting out two and0 I'm, I'm sorry 13 and0
3: yeah it's pretty impressive and you know they've got to be just like why is the conference dissolving <laughs> right We're really good at football this year and and there's more to it. <laughs> there was leadership issues and there was TV issues that didn't get worked out. But on the field, the product is great, which is actually good news for the Big 12 starting next year.
1: That's true. Yep, yeah, that's true. Some of those teams that are off to good starts, you know, headed to the Big 12 next year. All right, let's uh, take a break here. When we come back, we'll be joined by Ricky Thompson, his regular weekly visit with us. Ricky, our sideline analyst, On the Baylor broadcast, get his thoughts on uh, this past Saturday. Look ahead to Utah coming in this Saturday. And uh, we'll visit with with Ricky, brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Take a break. Back with more of that in a moment from the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business.
4: Go Cowboys! This is is, is, Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back goes Jones, down goes Jones. Only heard here. Here. Parsons beat the left tackle
2: clean all season. It's another two sack game for Michael Parsons. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station.
3: It's the Cowboys and the Giants this Sunday, starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. (laughs)
5: I'm Joe Kaleo. If you're a small business owner, you know the value of trusted advice. We're here to build a relationship with you and help navigate the financial complexities you may encounter. Your success is our passion.
3: Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA,
5: SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit ubs.com slash relationship summary. Wanna cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations and New Media has the skills, knowledge and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations and New Media, we've got you covered. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation oh, was Repair. Whose idea was it to have mom and dad do commercials? Uh, yours. No, that was your idea. You're like, why don't you get Mm-mm. mom and dad involved? I don't think so. Yeah, this did not go well. But we got the point across. My father thought he was on TV. Yeah, they were excited about that. He just kept shaking his head it's kind of in a radio down. commercial. Yeah, bless his heart. Bless his little heart. But we can still come give you guys an estimate, and I'm sure that was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So give us a call, 254-235-4922. You got a frog in your throat
6: again? <clears>
0: throat> or At fixitjimmy.com. That's us. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
2: English Maids is a residential and commercial cleaning company servicing Waco Temple and surrounding Central Texas communities. Owned and operated by Kay English and Laura English Thurman. Each employee goes through a complete extensive maid servicing training, screened by national background checks, and bonded. You'll always receive excellent service from people you can trust. Look them up at Englishmaids.biz. That's Englishmaids.biz. The Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli.
4: Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns. And the Rocket Breakfast burrito sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe.
1: back john morris show on a thursday and as we uh, like to do on thursdays now that it's football season we welcome in ricky thompson longtime color analyst uh, on the sidelines for us on the baylor network and it's brought to you by alliance bank alliance bank central texas uh, ricky uh how's your week been since saturday
7: well, <laughs> it's been trying to hurry up and get to the next Saturday so you can forget the last one.
1: <laughs> man, oh, man. Seriously, condolences to uh, to you and Carol and, and the uh, passing of her mother. Really sorry about that. And I know the, the service was earlier this week also.
7: It was. Great lady. And and uh, she was four months from 100 years old, so a wow. life well lived. I, I wish I could approach the way she lived it. Uh, wow. That would be a tough chore.
1: Man, that's great. Well, uh, back to Saturday and the loss that I don't think any of us saw coming. Uh, One thing is, Texas State looked good, didn't they? I mean, they looked, with all those newcomers and a new coaching staff and everything, I thought they played really well for a first game out.
7: Well, they did. And, John, I think we've all had questions about the portal. and. Let's just look at two teams: Colorado and Texas State, and yep. I think with that we can tell at least for one week the portal works because both those teams looked really good. I was really impressed with Texas State, particularly up front. I thought they won the. But I don't think they did win the battle, both sides of the football up front, which I know none of us or anybody in Green and Gold expected. But they were talented and. When you've got a guy taking the snap that's six seven two fifty five 255, hmm. uh, that's a chore too. I know we had good pressure on him a couple times and just could not bring him down.
1: I think they went into that game thinking, you know, they've got two quarterbacks and they kind of kept it a secret who was going to start. But Finley played so well, that didn't give the other guy a chance to get off the bench. Um, so that says one thing about how well he did play against Baylor.
7: Well, it did, and I – I don't even think they knew. I don't think Kenny knew which guy would have the most reps. And uh, we know now he never came out and really uh, had a great game. Threw for 298. More than that, no turnovers, only one sack. Uh, That's a pretty good first game, I would say.
1: So uh, explain to our listeners, you know, what's going on in that Baylor locker room, in their meeting rooms on the practice field this week. You know, a disappointing loss but you can't you know, you can't tuck your head and go hide, you uh, you got, you know, eleven more games, at least eleven more games to play and a big one this week against Utah.
7: Yeah, and if we, we heard Coach Aranda after the game, I spoke to him briefly as he was walking off to the interview room and I think most likely uh this week was an attitude adjustment and I don't think it was just players. I think it's coaches and players. So I think they, they have to go back and really approach this game differently. I think from both sides, as he said and admitted, they probably were a little unprepared. Uh, And I don't know that that's the case of a loss. I think they just got outplayed. But I'm guessing the approach will be much different. I think the attitude will be much different. We're going to see a different quarterback back there, Sawyer Robertson. Uh, He was 6 of 12 and threw for over 100 yards. But Big kids. So I just think uh, this is a completely different approach, and I guarantee you by Monday or Tuesday there was no more talk about Texas State. And that's one of those you you look at the film, flush it, go on, and it's been all Utah this week.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, losing Blake and is tough. I, I feel bad for him. What have you seen so far from Sawyer Robertson and practice and scrimmage uh, in the two series that he quarterbacked the team on Saturday.
7: Well, just one comment. Let's do go back to Blake. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, that kid has had a hard time with fans and some people thinking he didn't do that this, he didn't do that. He played great. The kid, he threw for 303 yards and about 150 of it was on one leg. He made two of the best throws I've seen, one to Dabney on the long touchdown where he can't even plant when he's coming forward throws off his back foot, much like a shortstop, which he was, throws the ball, and those throws were on the money. He couldn't move, just a gutsy performance, and a random mention, he finally just said, told him, you're coming out, we can't protect you, you're coming out. So kudos to Blake Shaping. Sauger, I I thought he played well. I I thought the first time that he faced the rush, he panicked a little bit and just sat tight in the pocket and ducked and took the sack, uh, after that he moved around a little bit he got outside with the rush made a couple of really good throws downfield and i uh, remember too six four two twenty. he had a 31 yard run yeah uh lost the ball at the end of the run he didn't see the guy poked it out from behind but that showed me something that he will tuck it and go and that may be something that uh blake can't do quite as well as take the punishment with the size that sorry robertson has but He'll be ready to play. Uh, He's got a great arm. What a beautiful throw he made to Hal Presley on the deep ball down the left side, on the student side. Hal made a great catch. What was that down to the five, six-yard line? Uh, Just a beautiful throw. So he's got a lot of ability, just not much experience. But he's about to get that, isn't he?
1: Yeah, very much so. He's, uh, He's the guy for the next two or three weeks. Coach Aranda said last night, you know, he had been saying two to three weeks for Blake to be out. He said it's going to be at least three weeks uh, last night on the coaches' show. So Sawyer Robertson is the guy there. What about defensively? Uh, Rick, what were your thoughts about Baylor? I mean, again, Texas State, give them credit, but uh, defense uh, uh, certainly can and needs to play better this week.
7: Absolutely. They do both up front. Uh, everybody, probably linebackers, even on pass coverage, those guys didn't cover like I've seen them cover in the past. Uh this Utah team only rushed for, what, 105 last week. Only had 270 total yards, but mm. that was without Cam Rising. And we're not sure if he's going to play or not, but I'm guessing that they're not very pleased offensively with that performance. So they're they're going to come out ready to go. And I think one thing you won't see, and we mentioned that during the game and then after, I don't think we're going to see any safeties lined up on slot receivers this week. Mm. Coach Aranda mentioned that. It really hurt us. Uh, two touchdowns, I can tell you that we just had wide receivers blow by safeties into safeties defense. That's that's not their forte. They're deep middle guys, cover the run, keep people out of the middle. And when you're outside man-to-man on that slot receiver, a funny story, I had an NFL coach named Joe Walton, coordinator at Washington, that told me one day, if you ever get lined up in the slot and it's a safety and you don't beat him, just keep running out the tunnel. So, <laughs> don't come back. <laughs> don't come back. So I'm guessing Texas State had much that same attitude, and Coach Aranda wasn't happy about that. So I'm thinking different formations. I bet you see at least three corners in the game some this Saturday, and I think that's really good.
1: And, Rick, what you've seen of uh, of Utah so far, uh, they look like a really good team. I mean, back-to-back Pac-12 champs and, you know, took care of Florida pretty easily in their season opener. I mean, it's a tough matchup this week.
7: It is. They had Florida down 24-3, to actually ended up 24-11. to But defensively, they are really, really physical. And I think that's a concern, particularly with our offensive line performance last week, that we're better than that. But our performance last week was not that good and this Utah team, as good as Texas State play, they're better. They're really physical. They will really uh, hit and fly to the ball. It's going to be a chore. I, kn- I know Florida threw for over 300 yards, I think 333, but they had 13 yards rushing. Can you imagine that? Wow. Florida had 13 yards rushing against Utah's defense, so we didn't exactly run the ball down Texas State's throat, so that's going to be a challenge, and I think, and J.J. and I were talking, I think this Saturday, I think you come out swinging. I think you throw the ball, and then you try to develop your wide zone, your run, but I think we're going to have to throw it, and that means we're going to have to protect Sawyer. And I think something else you might see, I think Sawyer may pull that ball Hmm. on the wide zone and keep it a lot more than Blake would just as a call play. So we'll see how that goes, but uh, this Utah defense is outstanding.
1: All right, looking forward to it. It's going to be warm again, and uh, 11 a.m., uh, not much shade for any of the fans at the stadium on Saturday.
7: No, it won't, and there won't be any shade for Utah coming from Salt Lake City either. <laughs> and true. I know it's been unusually warm up there, but I think their warm's different than our warm. Right. So I'm really hoping that this is somewhat of a fast-paced game. On our behalf, I think we need to get up to the line of scrimmage, run the play. Really play fast. Right. Uh, Coach Miranda calls it play green. I think, but we need to play green and we need to play fast and see how these guys uh, about middle of the third quarter. See if we can't uh, let them play a little slow. Right. But I, I, I'm looking for a completely different game from from our guys, and I just I don't think we see what we saw last week and. That doesn't mean we win. This is a tough, tough team. But I think if we play the way we can or are capable of, that we, we can win this football game, and then everybody forgets Texas State.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Good to visit. Thanks. We'll uh, see you early on Saturday morning.
7: Yeah, we'll see you. I may be in the booth with you all the second half, too. Uh-huh. We'll, do, yeah. we'll see you. <laughs> <right>.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> odd for everybody. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate
7: right. it. We'll, yeah, you bet.
1: All right, Ricky Thompson with us. Thanks to uh, Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas. Ricky will be on the sidelines for us unless he finds his way up to the booth to to chill up there with us. But uh, appreciate Ricky's uh, thoughts and good work uh, heading into this game. It's, It's Ricky's 24th season with us on the Baylor radio broadcast. Take a break. Back with more in just a moment. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. Also brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets
5: engaged.
1: This is ESPN Central Texas.
2: Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
4: At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at WasteConnections.com.
2: Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Baylor alumni are more than 160,000
1: strong. When we all join hands to support our university, we don't just move the needle, we move mountains. Working together, we create life-changing opportunities for students on the field, in the classroom, in the laboratory, and in life for generations to come. So get connected, get involved. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni.
0: You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for a visit with an electee to the Baylor Athletic Hall of Fame. Here's John Morris with one of Baylor's all-time greats.
1: Each week we are visiting with one of the new electees to the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. The induction banquet comes up November 3rd on the Baylor campus, uh, Cashin Building on that Friday evening, November 3rd. It is another outstanding class going into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor this year. And one of those in the class representing Baylor Men's Tennis Dennis Lukash joins us now and Dennis first off uh, congratulations to you what a great great honor
6: Thank you thank you very much it is my honor it's a very special honor for me
1: I mean you're now you're now among the elite of the elite in Baylor Athletics you know going into the athletics hall of fame what was that like when you uh, when you got the call from Walter Abercrombie that uh, gave you the good news
6: Um Humbling, uh, surprising, and a very unique and special feeling that I don't think I ever had in my life. It was a very, <laughs> it was a very interesting call, and certainly I was surprised, and I'm, ex- I'm just ecstatic about it. It's a, I, I don't know if anybody is dreaming about being in the Hall of Fame, but it is definitely a dream come true because it is very, very special. I have. I didn't think that I'm going to be part of that very very special group one day.
1: Wow, that's tremendous. And uh, and you're right. That's part of what makes you a Hall of Famer is because you wouldn't ever expect you know to be. You wouldn't expect that honor. So that makes it uh, that much more worthy. What uh, take us back to the time when Matt Canole was recruiting you to Baylor? Uh, long trip from uh, your native Hungary to Waco, Texas. Uh, what was that recruiting process like for you?
6: <laughs> so try to try to recruit someone who doesn't speak English. Uh, <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> so uh, I remember the day when he called me for the first time, and I was sitting on my couch in Budapest after a long day of practice. And he would be there's just this long phone call, long phone number on my on my cell phone. And this guy starts talking to me in English. And at first I thought my friends are pranking me (laughs) and I hung up on him and he called me right back. And somehow we got through the conversation and exchanged email addresses. And the rest is history from there. I learned a lot about college tennis. He was very, uh, Grish about introducing me to how the process works and and what we need to pay attention to to make this happen. But it was definitely a unique experience. I'm sure it was very unique for him to recruiting yeah. a Hungarian who doesn't speak English. But at the same time, you know, it was it was uh it was uh very gratifying and and a very professional experience.
1: Amazing story. So you had to have a translator, right, between you guys? How how did that play out?
6: <laughs> yes, so my father's best friend um uh, left Hungary back in the very very old days of the communism mm. and he lived in Arizona and obviously he was perfect English by that time and he he came back to Hungary and he played the translator when when uh, coach Knoll was visiting me and it obviously it was it was great. I spoke enough English to get by and understand each other for a little bit, but we definitely needed the translator and, and, you know, I had, had to take some extra classes to make sure that I'm, I'm prepared to make sure that I, I, I know what I need to do in order to get started.
1: Right. So you get to Waco, you get to Baylor and it's, uh, and you're a student athlete, you know, student is listed first. Now you're a great tennis player <laughs> and, but you're a student first. How was uh, how high was that hurdle of the language barrier in classes when you started out at Baylor?
6: Uh, would you like me to tell the world what was my GPA? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't something I was proud of. I, I got gotcha. you. That uh, there was a there was a very there was a very nice trajectory to the end of the the last semester of mine. So I went, <laughs> it was a steep hill. Let, let me just describe it that way. But um, look, the the first semester experience was obviously very difficult, um, big cultural change. um, But what's very unique about Baylor and Baylor University and the professors and the athletic department and the entire community is that they hug you when you struggle. And I was hugged by lots of great people in school, in the athletic department, by Coach Knoll, by the assistant coaches who we had over the years and they they helped me through and the first couple months was one of the toughest periods of my life but it it got going and by the second semester when we got to the spring of my first year uh it was it was substantially better and it just only got better over time and so it was definitely a learning experience and something that i will never forget
1: wow well congratulations to you persevering through that and doing, you know, what you had to do academically uh, as well on the court. Uh, and on the court, uh, you were part of some really good teams. I think uh, you were here 2007 to 2010. Uh, three singles All-American honors 2008 to 2010. A combined six Big 12 championships, and you were in the uh, at least the NCAA quarterfinals every year. Uh, Jerry Hill reminds me that that first year you were here would that have been 07 uh you guys played in the NCAA semifinals ran up against Illinois tough loss there wasn't it to Illinois
6: ah yeah thank you for the reminder <laughs> yes, absolutely absolutely yeah it was a very tough loss it was something that it, that that's going to stay in my mind for a long time we learned a lot uh but looking back it's still a pretty nice result I mean, looking back, playing semifinals, I mean, not everybody gets to to say that I was playing semifinals against Illinois at the Division I NCAA championship. And so, you know, a couple of years later now, I'm looking back at it as a joy rather than just a disappointment. But um, at that time, it was tough. It was a tough loss. You know, we we are coming to Baylor to win championships. That's what we did. And we were we did not want to stop until the winning the very last match overall and uh, we talk about it the entire year we wanted to go for it the entire year we prepared for it for the entire year and basically you learn over the process that that's how you get the maximum out of you if mm. you have that mentality and we had that mentality and that year that's where we stopped but you know looking back it, it was still very nice
1: yeah well, it worked very well. It was a great approach. And by the way, you were eight and zero in NCAA tournament uh, singles play, so you never lost a match in the NCAA tournament. You sure did your part, Dennis.
6: <laughs> thank you, thank you. But you know, like I, I am one point out of it, and yeah. there are always one team there. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's. I, you, we always do our part, and everybody did their part, right? Uh, whether they won or lost, because. It was just a great team. Seriously, it was it was it was something that I will remember forever.
1: Remind our listeners: uh, who were some of your teammates? Who were some of the other guys that made up those very successful teams?
6: Lars Perske, who is now also part of the Athletic Hall of Fame, uh, Matthias Zigaga was another one. Matt Brown, David Gallick, Michael Kochta, Dominic Mueller. Um, did I mention Matt Brown? Yes. Yeah, myself and a couple others. Yeah. Wow, so that's it great. A, it was a very strong team.
1: Yeah, good memories there. I mean, great, great uh, tennis players and a great team as well. But beyond Baylor, what was that like for you? Did you, uh, did you try the professional circuit a little bit after Baylor?
6: Yes, I actually did. And I played for about a year and a half, about 18 months. And uh, thankfully, I got to around 400 in the world. hmm uh, which was top 100 was the ultimate goal and I thought I was going i I could do it it was i was i felt like my game is pretty close to there and going from zero to 400 in 18 months I thought that was a great progress but unfortunately an injury stopped that run mm. and I had an opportunity to finish my degree and me and my fiance at the time who is now my wife we sat down together and decided that, it's probably the right decision for me to finish school and, and, and maybe explore something else in life.
1: I got you. Very good. And tell everybody about your family and, and where you are and what you're doing now.
6: Yes. So I work for a company called Workday, and I'm leading the sales of our financial solutions. So I'm selling to the office of the CFO. To, I sell software to a lot of accountants. Hmm. Uh, something that I love to do something that no one would have thought that I was going to end up selling accounting software, <laughs> knowing, knowing me in college uh, that, you know, I was, I was always outside running around and playing tennis. Um, but it, it, it worked out great and very thankful for the opportunities that uh, are in front of me. Yeah. And then family is doing fantastic. Uh, me and my wife been married for 10 years now, living in Allen, Texas, And we have a six-year-old who who just started kindergarten. Ah, Very cool. uh, Yes, loving life.
1: Very cool. Well, it's great to catch up with you. And again, congratulations on being selected for the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. And we look forward to seeing you here in Waco on November 3rd.
6: Thank you very much. And thank you for the opportunity to talk to you. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online
0: at CentexSportsFan.com.
1: That's Dennis Lukash. He's a member of the uh, Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. And you can tell, uh, you can hear it in his voice how appreciative he is of being selected to the Hall of Fame. He said that. Uh, and he's part of a great, great class this year. We visited with J.D. Walton last week. We'll continue with uh, these weekly interviews with the Hall of Fame electees right up until the uh, banquet. November third is the date. Tickets available now. Contact Tammy Harden in the B Association two five four seven one zero three zero four five, and she can help you out with tickets, with sponsorships, uh, with a full table if you'd like to buy a table to support these and visiting with Walter. Yesterday, Walter Abercrombie um, it's going to be a tough ticket because the crowd, I mean, the uh, uh, candidates going into the Hall of Fame this year are just so popular, and so many people have already reached out saying, I want to get a table. I want to get two tables, you know, to support them. Um, so if you want to uh, secure a seat to that banquet, may want to move quickly, 254 uh, 710 or you can email Tammy at Tammy underscore Hardin, H-A-R-D-I-N, at baylor.edu. The banquet November 3rd at the Cashin Building on uh, the Baylor campus. All right, great to visit with Dennis, very deserving of Hall of Fame status. Let's take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We are brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. It's Thursday, and the Baylor Club is gearing up for another huge weekend ahead. Friday Night Live, the Saturday tailgate, the Sunday victory brunch for the Baylor Club. Check it out. That and all their activities available on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com, or give them a call at 254-710-8080. We are also brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location, so much more space to serve you better, 2003, South Loop 340 and Highway 6, and they are on the web at pioneerboys.com. Check it out. Remember, they deliver and unload, and that is big. The new location, much more room, 2003, South Loop 340 and Highway 6, Pioneer Steel and Pipe. ESPN Central Texas is your
0: flagship station for Baylor Athletics.
2: Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com.
0: Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more.
1: Are you ready to elevate
5: Wanna cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations and New Media has the skills, knowledge and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations and New Media, we've got you covered.
4: We all know high school football is huge in Texas. What else is huge is our selection of new Chevrolets and certified pre-owned vehicles at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West, our award-winning team is here to help you find the perfect new Chevy, all with a free lifetime powertrain warranty for our starting lineup of new Chevys and big savings, too. Please visit chevyofwest.com.
1: With this John Morris show on a Thursday, uh, fun to visit with Dennis Lukash headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Part of a great class this year that includes uh, Pat Nunley, which is uh, very exciting. Uh, Max Muncy, part of the class as well. Uh, we visited with J.D. Walton last week, so plenty others and a great class. And looking forward to the banquet, the induction banquet coming up on. November 3rd on the Baylor campus. All right, Aaron, uh, I think uh, the Matt Mosley show is coming up next. Am I right about that? That is correct. That's right, yeah, 3 o'clock, Matt Mosley. Tell us what you guys have planned between uh, 3 and uh, 6 this afternoon.
3: We will talk with Kirk Bowles from the Austin American Statesman about a uh, little matchup you may have heard some (laughs) about coming up on Saturday between – Alabama, and Texas. So uh, we will have that. We will have uh, – we had Sawyer Robertson's high school coach on yesterday. Oh, nice. We are going to replay that sometime during the show today, I believe. So it was a great conversation. He really talked about what a, what a great player Sawyer Robertson was in high school.
1: That's Lubbock, so- right? Lubbock Coronado. Lubbock
3: Coronado, yeah. yeah. And, and boy, I'm blanking on the coach's name. I'll get in just a second. But he's the, currently the head coach at Anna. Oh, nice. Uh, and he talks about how athletic Sawyer is, how fast he is, the things that he can do that like some other quarterbacks can't. Uh, it's a great conversation. You'll hear that again as well. Plus, all the latest in college athletics, including a big contract extension in women's college basketball and much more.
1: Mm, All right. Very good. So all that coming up between three and six. Keep it here for the Matt Mosley show coming up next. Matt, uh, Drake and Aaron. All right. uh, Also remember the press box weekdays at noon, noon to one. Check in there with Ward and Aaron. And then we're uh, we're here a lap around at two o'clock and then the Matt Mosley show at three every weekday you on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's look at some birthdays today. Let's see. It's Corey Williams' birthday. Happy birthday to uh, Corey, uh, the former Corey Sievertson, All-American volleyball player at Baylor. Now married to uh, Jason Williams, former longtime Baylor assistant and now the head coach at TCU. So happy birthday to uh, Corey. Speaking of Hall of Famers, Corey uh, is one of those in the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Brandon Whitaker's birthday is today, former Baylor running back, had a great career here. Um, Let's see, scanning, scanning, Betsy Jackson, went to school with her, happy birthday to Betsy um uh oh yeah today is chris rhodes birthday happy birthday to chris the uh very talented musician son of gary and karen rhodes happy birthday to chris who is a big time baylor fan aaron lives over in uh, tennessee but uh he always seems to find himself a way to get to big baylor events you know like final four chris is there women's final four chris is there world series Chris finds his way there, and he's going to be here this week for the Baylor-Utah game, so that'll be cool. Uh, and uh, happy birthday to Chris Rhodes today. It's Michael Hafferkamp's birthday. Happy birthday to Michael out at uh, Dr. Pepper Waco. Does a great job. And Chris Manning, big-time Baylor fan from the Metroplex. Happy birthday to Chris Manning today as well. And David Gwynn's birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, to David Gwynn. I think that is it. Yeah, I think that's all I've got. Aaron, how about you? Birthday wise,
3: got a few today. Utah Jazz All-NBA guard Donovan Mitchell turns 27. Westworld star Eben Rachel Wood turns 36. Former Cowboy offensive tackle, three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl winner, and four-time Pro Bowler Eric Williams turns 55. Corbin Burnson, star of L.A. Law, also the major league movies, turned 69. And last but not least, Pretenders lead singer Chrissy Hyde turned 71.
1: Very good. Good list. Good list of birthdays today. All right. Happy birthday to all those folks. We appreciate Ricky Thompson, who was on with us. Dennis Lukash, who was on with us. If you missed any or all of those interviews, always available on the web at SyntechSportsfan.com or search social media at 1660ESPN. Same for all of our local shows and local interviews. uh, Full shows uh, uploaded there. So check it out on on the web at com where. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow at 2. Aaron, thank you very much. he will see you in studio tomorrow. And Chris Allman will join us with fun facts to know and tell and share and amaze your friends with about Baylor's opponent, the Utah I may Utes. Have one too. Huh? I
3: may have one, too.
1: Oh, very good. <laughs> you think we can throw Utes at him? He'll probably know that.
3: Mm, this one, probably not.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, okay, very good. So we've got that tomorrow, and uh, we look forward to that. But we invite you to stay tuned right now. The Matt Mosley Show is coming up next.
2: And broadcast school has really paid
1: off. Coach Dave Aranda and the.